Welcome to the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we explore the interesting lives of business leaders, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and others who have a healthy dose of the entrepreneurial spirit. It is time to explore something cool. Now, here is your host, Tom Singer. Hello and welcome to another episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. I'm excited that you've decided to join in and listen to this show. And if you're a regular listener, thank you, thank you for coming back because the reality is we wouldn't have a show if it wasn't for you. And you know what? If you like the show, I'm going to ask a favor of you as we jump into this episode. And that is go on over to iTunes, push pause, go right now to iTunes and leave a four or five star review about why you like the show. Reviews are so important to a show like this because it's how people find us. And so if you're a supporter of what we're doing here at Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do, take a minute and go do something cool. Leave a review. Welcome back because I'm positive that you hit pause, went over, left a review, and then came back. So today I want to talk about getting around driven people. You know, sometimes we just need to be around people who are going to inspire us. And sometimes the people who we hang out with the most just aren't the right people. And it's not that they're not fantastic individuals. It's that they're not leading the way in the way they're doing their business. They're not involved maybe as entrepreneurs, or maybe maybe they just don't really have a buy-in to what you're doing and that they're not really that invested in it. And oftentimes this can be your closest friends. It could be the people you work with. It could be your vendors. It could be your spouse. And again, it's not that there's a problem in those relationships. It's just that they don't relate. They don't understand. They don't have a vested interest in that little spark, that little thing that you need to stay motivated and get out there and fight the good fight every day, trying to run your own business, whether you're an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, or whether you're working inside a company and you're an entrepreneur. Sometimes you just need to surround yourself with people who are there to lift you up, who are helping you along that path to just achieve everything that you can achieve. So we're going to talk a little bit about networking. Now, networking gets a really bad rap. If you listen to this show, I often ask the guests, how important is networking? And most of them will jump right in and say, oh my gosh, it's the only thing. It's so important. I mean, we know that how you connect with people is so important, but often entrepreneurs, they get so caught up in their own business that they, they get a little bit worried that maybe too many people are going to call them to pick their brain or, or maybe they're worried that they need to protect their time. So they're always trying to overanalyze everything when it comes to networking and, and human relationships. But often these people who are, who are trying to like distance themselves from networking, who are thinking, oh, you know, that's a waste of my time or just the wrong people come to me or I'm so tired when people pick my brain. Often, these are the same people who naturally don't like to be around people. Not, and it's not a bad thing. Some people just like to have a little bit more privacy. However, a lot of the most successful people who sort of distance themselves from being engaged with others weren't that way when they were the way, on their way up the ladder. When they were trying to get ahead, they were always trying to be around people who could inspire them. They were, they were only networking up the ladder. Now that they've reached the top, they don't want to turn around and help anybody below them. 
And the problem with that is if that is the way people had treated them, they never would have gotten those mentors and that advice that they found along the way. So if you're going to think about how do I network and, and how do I meet people, you can't only think it's something that you use to get ahead. And once you're at the top, you're going to shut the door. You have to realize that sometimes you're reaching ahead for someone to give you a pull up. Sometimes you're reaching down and pulling others up. And sometimes, depending where you are on the ladder, you don't have to be ahead to be the person who's doing it. Sometimes you give a boost from down below. If you're going to do this, you need to remember that people matter. And if you're honest about that, if you genuinely say, hey, I think people really do matter, and I think it's it's people that makes business happen, then it's easy, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, it's easy to get yourself focused on networking. But sometimes people who think that they're really successful, they, they prefer to isolate in public. They don't want to have to be among the masses. And the problem is this can undermine the whole concept of networking because people who maybe haven't reached the top think, well, that person doesn't do it, so I'm not going to do it. And more and more walls keep coming up. So we have to remember what is the definition of networking. Now, if I was to ask 10 of you to, to call into this show if it was live, and I was to ask 10 different people, what is the definition of networking? I believe I'd probably get 10 very different answers. Everybody sort of has their own view. So when I talk about this topic, what I like to do is, is sort of set the baseline. And that is that networking is the establishment of long-term and mutually beneficial relationships between two or more people where everyone involved in those relationships finds more success because of the relationships than they will without the relationships. So think about that for a minute. If it's the establishment of long-term and mutually beneficial relationships, how could anyone say they don't like networking or they don't think networking matters or it's not something that's important to them? I've never met a person who doesn't believe that long-term and mutually beneficial relationships are the key to their business success. So let's not come up with new definitions of what it is to network or 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 you know call it something that it's not. Let's remember that people really matter. And if people matter, you have to get yourself around others. So a couple things you can do if you're feeling like, well, Tom, I, I just don't feel I'm around the right people or I'm not meeting enough people to really have that long-term and mutually beneficial reaction. I'm not, I'm not having that. Well, there's a couple things you can do. Number one, you can join industry organizations. Now, there's a lot of pushback to this. A lot of people say, well, I don't like my trade association. They make up a lot of reasons. They don't like who's on the board. They don't think they have a good enough staff. They come up with all kinds of reasons to undermine the value that industry organizations and associations really provide. I became a really active member of the National Speakers Association seven years ago. And I'll be honest with you, I never would have made it in this business if I hadn't gotten really involved with NSA. Now, I've talked about this on this show before, and I talk about it with people who contact me who are interested in a career as a speaker. And the first thing I tell them is get involved with the National Speakers Association. Even if you don't qualify for membership, get around people who are living the life that you want to live. And what's funny is only a handful of people actually are the ones who say, I'm going to take Tom's advice. And three, four, five years later, those tend to be the people who I continuously see working in this business. The people who say, no, I don't really think that that matters. I think he's wrong, are the people who go on and do other things. And, and that's great. Not everybody has to pursue a career as a speaker. And God knows most people don't want to. 
but it doesn't matter what your, your industry is. If you want to succeed in the industry, get around the people who are living their life and who are dedicated to that industry. I ask people all the time if they want to be a speaker, how many speaker friends, and I mean real friends, like people you go out and have a beer with, how many speaker friends do you have? Well, the same thing is true for you. If you want to own your own business as a plumber, how many people do you know? How many friends do you have who own plumbing companies? If the answer is zero, it means you have to reinvent it yourself every single time, every single thing you do. But if you get around people who become real friends, who care about you and who are interested in your success, they're going to provide you with a roadmap that's going to help you get there. Another great way to meet people is get involved with civic and community causes because people who are business leaders in your community will participate in these organizations and they will support these causes. Now, you're not there to talk business when you're at a, a civic or a charity event. However, if you actually invest the time to get to know people, it always leads itself back around to business. People always want to know what their friends do for a living, and, and people want to do business with people who they know, they like, and who they trust. And so go out and get involved in your community and be a person who becomes known, liked, and trusted, and I promise you, you're going to be around people who are going to help lift up your business. Another great way is to get involved with a hobby or a sport. Now, I'm not the most athletic guy in the world, but I've started to take up disc golf, and I've been going out by myself so that I can get good enough to be able to throw these frisbees and, and actually, you know, not like lose them in the trees every time I go out and play. But I've been doing this now for a month, and, and now I'm ready to start finding a group of people who want to go out and play with me. And, and it takes a couple hours to play 18 holes. And I'll tell you, it's just like playing regular golf. If you spend a couple hours with people on a regular basis, the odds are you'll become friends with them. And if you build that friendship, they become people who can support you in other things that you do. So get involved with things that interest you. And then another great idea is to go to conferences and attend seminars. I recently spent two days at an entrepreneur seminar. There were about 60 people in the room and every single person in there was there because they had that drive as an entrepreneur. There was an automatic camaraderie amongst everybody in the room. Now, some people were true solopreneurs like I am, and some people had businesses with thousands of employees and, and 20 and 30 direct reports. So that what they did on a daily basis as an entrepreneur was very different than what I do on a daily basis. But at the same time, there was that camaraderie. There was that friendship. There were, we came to this seminar because we had the same belief system. So get yourself to seminars on topics in your industry, and you will find, little by little, you'll start to be exposed to people who have that oomph for what it is you're trying to accomplish. And then as you meet new people, you join industry organizations, you participate in your community, you take up a hobby, you attend seminars, you meet someone once, so what? Meeting someone once does not make them part of your network. Meeting someone once makes them, well, it makes them someone who you've met once. And there is a huge difference between someone who you've met once and someone who you've established a long-term and mutually beneficial relationship. So don't kid yourself. This doesn't happen by accident. You have to take ownership of these relationships. Sort of like in dating. I mean, for those of you who are listening who are married, I assume you did not propose marriage to your wife or your husband the night that you met them. 
I know that if I had proposed to Sarah the night I had met her, she would have run out of the bar. You know, she would have thought, stalker, get out of here. It takes time to cultivate relationships. But just like in dating, someone has to take ownership of that and ask the person out on the first date and the second date. And eventually, even in a business relationship, there tends to be a little bit of a give and take. Now, the other thing to remember is you don't marry everybody who you date. Sometimes there's no real relationship there. So you have to take ownership of cultivating those relationships and making sure that you're having enough contact with people so that that friendship can grow, so that an understanding of what you each do for a living can expand so that you can create those long-term and mutually beneficial relationships. But you can't be successful by yourself. I simply don't believe that going out and doing hard work equals success. I think you have to do smart work, but I also think that you have to realize that nobody throughout history who has been extremely successful did it alone. There is no long Lone Ranger. If you go back and look at people like Andrew Carnegie and Henry Ford and Warren Buffett and Steve Jobs and Ben Franklin and anybody who we look at throughout our history and we say, wow, they really crushed it. They didn't do it alone. They always had someone by their side who was helping them. You know, as people, we tend not to uh, celebrate the success of the team, but the reality is, is that we don't do it alone. And I don't do this podcast alone. So I want to thank our sponsor of this episode. And this episode is brought to you by Podfly Productions. And they're the production company that helps me get this show edited and out onto iTunes and Stitcher so that you can listen to it. And I'll be really honest, if I hadn't found Podfly Productions... I probably never would have started the show, and I never would have been able to have 145 episodes. I would have been struggling to get this done. And that's just another example of how people really matter. I met the people from Podfly at a conference, and I kept going by their booth, and I was dreaming of starting this podcast. I'd come up with the idea for cool things entrepreneurs do, and I, I wanted to interview really cool entrepreneurs, and I wanted to share ideas, but I really didn't know what the technology was and what equipment I needed, and I kept going by the Podfly booth and asking them questions, and they kept having the right answers. And over time, we developed a friendship, and I hired them to help me launch this show. And I'll tell you what, they take the headache out of creating a podcast. They set you up with that right equipment. They gave me training. They'll give you guidance. They will ensure that you sound amazing. They do all that heavy lifting and the technical work so that you can focus on just creating great content and growing your show. If you're interested in starting a podcast, I can't recommend them enough. Podfly Productions. Just go over to podfly.net slash cool things and check out the offer that they have for the listeners of this show. Now, if you want to commit to going out and getting around people, if you want to really make you know networking matter in your career, I suggest that you just go for it. The payoff will be bigger than you have ever imagined. But fear tends to hold people back. I think it happens all the time. People get, you know, a little bit worried that, you know, if they go out there, especially if they're a solopreneur, people will say, hey, you know, isn't it about time you go get a real job? But the reality is, is that, you know, some 90% of all businesses, as I said at the start, are one or two man businesses. So we're really not alone. And I recently heard a statistic that said 40% of our population will soon be working as consultants and solopreneurs and stitching together project-to-project -to -project work. Because let's face it, the economy still isn't great. 
for the last eight years, we have bounced along and more and more people have gotten laid off and a lot of people haven't been able to find work. And many people who've made it succeed have just decided that they're going to go carve their own path. And I know in talking to people, there's a lot of people who have great jobs but are worried. What happens to me if I get laid off? Well, that's why I think we have to start thinking about what are we doing to set ourselves up to be able to take care of ourselves. And if you have that drive inside of you that says, I want to do my own thing, then why not think about it? But, you know, when we talk about going out and building those connections as a solopreneur, a lot of people get nervous and and they're really worried about what other people are going to think. Well, I'll tell you, in seven years of working for myself, I learned a long time ago, I had to get over being nervous about what people thought about what I said I did for a living. It's so odd when people say, what do you do? And I say, I always answer the question with, I am so fortunate. I make my living as a professional master of ceremonies and keynote speaker. Some people look at me like I said, I'm from Mars and I have three arms. But other people, other people get it, that what I've done is just created sort of my own thing. I've spoke on here before about one of my older brothers. He's a saxophone repairman. He's never worried about if that sounds weird. He makes a great living. He's the premier saxophone repairman in New York City. Many of the best jazz musicians in the world come to make sure that Bill Singer singerizes their horns. And he knows in his business that doing great work is very important, but it's not enough. It's his network in the community of saxophone players that brings him more business time after time after time. So as you go out there, Realize that you have to be committed to making sure that you're building relationships in whatever industry you work in. I recently heard somebody quote Tony Robbins, and Tony said, in life, you get what you tolerate. And I think when it comes to networking, too many of us tolerate superficial, weak relationships. And I think we have to stop. I think we have to have really high standards if we want to create long-term and mutually beneficial relationships that are going to have a huge impact on our career and our lives. And that leads me to the Cool Things Project. Now, those of you who listen to this show have heard me talk about this time and time again, and I don't want to do like a big commercial. I mean, this is the point where somebody's going to say, whoa, Tom's about to do a commercial. I'm going to turn this episode off. I promise it's going to be short, but I am so excited because the first few people have signed up. We launched this this week, and the first people have signed up. And you know what? As I said, so many more people are looking at or are going to have to go solo in their career I want to create a place. I want to create a place where people who are solopreneurs or or entrepreneurs who think, eh, my next job could be working for myself, I want to feel where they have a place where they can make that transition and where they can talk about what it is to actually be building your own thing and and carving your own path in the world. I want to provide a place where people can talk about how do I create a plan? What happens to me, you know, uh, if I have to, you know, deal with my own accounting? What is it that I have to do to handle marketing? How do I get a new website? I I think so many people are alone, they don't know where to turn. So I want to create a community where people can turn to each other and ask all kinds of questions, where they have that tribe, that people, where they're not having to talk to the whole world of business people. They can talk to other people like them. 
So the Cool Things Project is a group coaching program that's going to be six months long. I'm starting it now, but the people who join right away are going to get like a little bit of free time because it's really starting April 1st, but we're going to kick it off right now and we're going to close it once we get enough people involved. And we're going to have weekly Google Hangouts and I'm going to do one-on-one coaching calls with people and we're going to have a private closed Facebook group where people can go on and transparently talk about what it is they're doing. So my plea is if any of this resonates with you, come join us. Let's be curious together. This is a really simple process. I want to put together a group of people where we can relate to each other, where we can support each other in what we need, where we can share ideas and best practices. We can talk about what makes us different as a solopreneur or an entrepreneur or someone with just that entrepreneurial spirit. I really want to create something that is exciting and fun and very useful. If you go right now over to TomSinger.com, you go over to the About button and pull down the drop-down menu, you're going to see a click box that says Group Coaching Program. You can go there and sign up, and as soon as you do, I will reach out, and we will start talking about how do we build this community together. Because this is not just me sort of like being the sage, telling you everything I've learned the last seven years. This is a community where we all share. Part of my goal, to be fully transparent, is I'm going to learn from all of you, because I'll tell you, I've been doing it for seven years, and it is a tad bit lonely sometimes. So we're going to focus on what's right. Each week, we're going to have sort of a weekly review of what people are doing. They can come together and check in, and if done right, this is going to change lives, and it's going to be a place where you can go to meet some new people. My hope is that within this community, some of the people who come on will build friendships with people around the country who they may never have ever had the opportunity to meet before. I have this dream that people will come on for the six months and when it's over, they'll want it to keep going. And even if they leave the program, they'll keep the friendships alive on Facebook, through email, on the phone, and in person. I really think that we can create something cool together that can help lift everybody up on our adventures as entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and intrapreneurs. So jump on over now. And please, if you have any ideas of how we can improve this community, share it with me because we are still in the infancy. And so what's great is everybody who joins gets to be part of how we mold this group together. Because I think people matter. And this is just one more way, I think, that I can help bring people together. And I think that I'll walk away with some friendships in my life that will last a lifetime. So we talked a lot today about different ways that you can meet people and about going out there and making people a huge priority. I ask most of the guests that question about how important is networking, and there's a reason I ask that question. It's not so they will self-servingly say, oh, it's so important, which most of them say. I ask the question because I want you to hear it over and over again, that making excuses about why you don't go to networking events, about why you don't invest in people, about why you don't take those calls from the people who want to take you for coffee and pick your brain, I want to remind you that you never know when the right people are going to come along. And that's why we have to be fully committed to finding ways to make connections and not over-rationalize why not to meet certain people in certain situations. So what do you have to add? I would love to hear from you on this topic because I know for many of you, the idea of networking and getting involved and engaging is controversial. Sometimes I hear from people, they're like, Tom, I I don't even like this idea of, of investing in other people because I'm too busy trying to grow my own thing. That's a legitimate argument. 
I disagree with it, but it is a legitimate argument. So go ahead and reach out to me and let me know what you think and why you think networking works and what you don't like about it or why it doesn't work. And join us in the Cool Things Project because I believe this is a topic we will talk about often. So thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We're going to be back in a couple of days with an interview with somebody very cool. But in the meantime, I want you to go out there and have a great day. Thank you for being part of the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast. Without your participation and listening to these conversations, there is no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter at, at TomSinger. This podcast was produced in part by Podfly.net. Podfly, passion for great sounding podcasts. This podcast is a part of the C Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.